This is the Top Agents Playbook Podcast, episode 64. Welcome to the Top Agents Playbook Podcast, the very best tips, tools, and ideas from real estate's top performers. Now, here's your host, Ray Wood. Well, hi, everybody, and welcome back to the show. I'd firstly like to apologize to everybody who's been sending me messages via Facebook Messenger or just by regular message on Facebook when we're not friends because I'm simply not getting those messages Earlier this week, I found over 50 messages, and there was a lot of junk message amongst it, but there were also a heap of messages from real estate people who love the show and giving me some awesome feedback, Uh, so I feel really guilty that I haven't seen those messages until now. I've responded to everybody that I can, but uh, I I updated my OS on my phone, and suddenly there all these messages were, so... If you've sent me a message and not had a response, I apologize. I've got back to everybody that I can. So can I ask you please to send me a message? Just simply go to topagentsplaybook.com. You can send me a message straight off the front page. I say there that I'll respond to every message and I will. Um, So please send me a message if you've got a question, a real estate related question, anything related to the show, any feedback, I would love to hear from you. And yes, I will get back to you. But please go to topagentsplaybook.com. So I just wanted to pass that on. And again, my apologies for not getting back to not getting back to you if you sent me a message. I know what it's like when I send somebody an email or a message and I never get a response. I don't know whether they haven't seen it or whether they're just ignoring me or, or whatever. I think everybody deserves a response. So uh, I'm sorry for not getting back to you, but please send me a message via topagentsplaybook.com. I would love to hear from you. Secondly, I'm hearing a lot of noise about listings drying up in the market. Uh, And I think wherever you are, we've enjoyed a pretty good market for a long time. So sooner or later, uh, it was going to get dark and things were going to change. And the boom that we had is is certainly uh, changing in a lot of places. I think that this calls for some really solid back-to-basics real estate agency work. And if you'd like to know more and get involved, I believe that we have some awesome opportunities at Best Agents. The best thing to do is to go to bestagentshq.com and see if your postcode is available. We operate via exclusive postcode. And if your postcode is available, we'd love to talk to you about becoming a Best Agents member. We offer software, systems, and support. And I guess more than anything else, I was having a discussion with some with some members earlier this week. And... What I'm really interested in helping you promote is your personal brand. Anything to do with your personal brand, I think, is really important. And I think now is the perfect time to really look at how you're marketing your personal brand. I believe we have have some awesome ideas. I believe we have some of the best marketing ideas uh, out there at the moment. Uh, And Print Ready Ads is one of them. If you'd like to check that out, go to printreadyads.com. For years, I know so many people, and I was doing this myself paying thousands or hundreds or thousands of dollars for graphics and artwork. You'd have to wait. Was it right? You'd have to tweak it. Then you test it. Everything in print-ready ads you can customize, and everything in there has been tested 
to make sure that you get maximum results from using it. So check it out. You need to be a Best Agents member to use it, but it is an awesome way you can promote your brand. So while you're at bestagentshq.com, check out the video because on the video, I show you some of the other features that we offer exclusively to members. And one of the most popular features, or, or there's three of them actually, it's three books. There's my original lead generator book, How to Sell Your Home for More. There's a book we introduced a couple of years ago called Hot Seller Tips, written by Brisbane stylist Deb Lindner. It's an awesome book with a lot of great ideas. But then I had a lot of agents coming to me saying, Ray, would you write me a book and so I can put my name on it? I'd like to be a published author, but I don't have the time or the information or the knowledge or the skills to write a book. Can you help me put something together? So I've done that. If you'd like to check it out, it's called The Ultimate Home Seller's Guide. If you'd like to check it out, the website to visit is realestateauthors.net. Go to realestateauthors.net. You'll need to be a Best Agents member to use this book. But if you'd like to know more, that's where you can check out all of your costings. We have a print run coming up at the moment that finishes at the end of October 2016. If you'd like to be included, shoot me a message. Go to topagentsplaybook.com. Use the uh, email facility there or the message facility there to make sure that I get the message. Okay, let's get into today's interview. Tim Reed is an awesome marketing guy. And if you're into marketing like me, I know you're going to love this interview with Tim. Uh, Tim has a, a podcast called Small Business Big Marketing, and he regularly interviews small business people who are achieving some amazing results. And it's a super interesting pod- podcast. I've been listening to so many of Tim's interviews for quite a while now. So I wanted to get him on the show. And you'll be surprised to learn, or maybe you won't be surprised to learn, but he has some very cool tips and ideas for real estate people. Uh, he's got some ideas about how you can be marketing yourself. And I asked him, what's the one thing that you could be doing as a real estate professional to help you win more business, get more listings, and make more sales? And I think you'll find his response to that question of mine very, very interesting. There's also a heap of other great content there I'd love you to check out. Okay, let's get into it. Well, Tim Reed, welcome to Top Agents Playbook. How are you doing? Raymond, it is an absolute pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me and well done for being another podcaster. Oh, okay, and thank you. And I've, I've pressed record this time, so it's not going to be uh, all for nothing. Tim, l- let me ask you, where did the idea for podcasting come from? Because that's been quite some time ago now. Yeah, podcasting, um, about eight years ago, I was um, I came across this thing called podcasting and I was blown away by it because A, I was finding audio programs that I was 100% interested in as opposed to the radio, which was hit and miss. Um, And secondly, what I realized as a marketing guy is that anyone could now have their own show, whether you were a small business owner or whether you wanted it was a hobby where you wanted to share your interests or whatever it was, you could have your own show. And all of a sudden, from a marketing perspective, what I saw was that we small business owners could create and publish media and i think that's really interesting so no longer do you have to um, lease the media you know space in the local newspaper or space on the local radio station um you can actually create your own and i find that infinitely fascinating and it's worked a treat for my personal brand and business and the marketing world's changed it has changed forever and we're no longer held ransom to what I call big media, I guess, or old media, you know, like if you wanted to take a page out in the Sydney Morning Herald or, or The Age, you'd have to, and you've got a history background, <laughs> you're paying you're paying a leg and an arm to, to reach, you know, 97% of the, of the market, I guess, doesn't even want to hear your message. 
well, there's a lot of wastage, isn't there? I have, a, I have an advertising background. I'd like to have a history background. In fact, I did 18th century French history in year 12, but uh, I don't remember I, a lot from I that. I meant but you've got a history in advertising, do. sorry. <laughs> so it. where does your passion for marketing come from? Look, I studied it straight out of school, went to uni and studied it. But um, and, and for me, back then, it was just it was that discipline that I could learn that allowed me to do a number of things because basically I didn't know what I wanted right. to do when I left school. So marketing gave me a whole lot of opportunities. Where my true passion for marketing came from was that I worked in a large advertising agency for about 10 years. And whilst it was good and I learned a lot, um, I kind of got jack of the corporate life. But during that time, when I spoke to small business owners about their marketing, they really sat up and paid attention to the point where they some would implement what I had to say. And they would come back and be very grateful and thank me and ask for more ideas. And I thought, gee, that's pretty cool. You know, this is the marketing I like where you come up with an idea, you implement it. It either works or it doesn't. If it doesn't, you make a small tweak or a pivot and you, yep. and you start again. And um, my true passion for marketing developed as I started to work with small business owners because the corporate life, as great as it is, pays well, learn lots of disciplines, all that type of stuff. I kind of got jack of the meetings and the um, – just all the bullcrap that goes along with it. Haven't we used the word bullcrap no, for a while? No. But there you go. Um, I, I think I know what you mean. So I want to move into the real <laughs> estate space in a second, talk about that, you know, marketing as a mm. service and stuff. But but just before we do, um, generically, I guess, overall, what are some of the big mistakes that you think people make, you know, in small business uh, marketing? Oh, gee, big question, Ray. But, you know, Immediately, what comes to mind is they don't right. do it. They they fear it. They have three limiting beliefs around marketing. They being most small business owners in the world, they think it's going to take a lot of time, time which they don't have. Uh, my my wish and my aim is to make marketing a hobby for them, um, because when something's a hobby, time disappears, um, and you're happy to throw a bit of money at it. They think this modern world of marketing is expensive. Uh, and it's not. Um, it's incredibly yeah. inexpensive relative to what it used to be. And um, the third limiting belief is that they think it's incredibly complicated. Uh, you know, websites and social media and editors and graphics, all these things that you need, um, they think it, it, it's complicated yeah. and it's not, you know. So those three limiting beliefs hold most small business owners back from from doing marketing. I think <clears throat> I think there's a lot of small business owners out there who don't respect the power of marketing. Um, marketing is oxygen for a business. You know, if you really, really respect it, marketing can do amazing things <clears throat> yep. to your business. Um, and in fact, I've written a book called The Boomerang Effect, and The Boomerang Effect takes that one step further and says that marketing can not only do amazing things for your business, but you just don't know what it's going to produce. The Boomerang Effect I define as being when you get back from your marketing far more than you put in. And I can cite some examples down the track of that, but marketing and when we're talking about agents you know i would say agents as a subset of small business owners they get marketing more than others they get the power of it i still don't think that many of them are doing it right but um you know um, marketing is a powerful powerful discipline and i think every small business owner should pay it more respect. yeah i get i guess what's happened with a lot of small business owners is they've tried one or two things uh they've spent money they've got burned uh and uh too scared to go back mm-hmm <laughs> Yeah, they, and they have, you know, and um, I think the too scared to go back thing is wrong. Um, you know, marketing is tricky. 
um, it's a science and an art. And then anything that's both is tricky. You've got to find that intersection. Um, I hate it when they don't go back. I love it when they try something, it doesn't work, they make a change. So, for example, let's say oh, I've tried email marketing or I've tried Facebook advertising. I didn't work. Well, it, it does work. Maybe muck around with your headline or maybe muck around with the image that you used or the time of day that you sent it and play with it. Make it a hobby. Have yep. some fun yep. with it. What, what do you think about um, relationships or the importance of relationships in, in small business? Marketing, my favorite definition of marketing, Ray, is marketing is what you do when you can't go and see someone, okay. <clears throat> right? So on that premise, on that premise, the um, principle of marketing is go out and see someone. Now, we've only got, let's say we've got 10 hours in a day, and I know some of these agents work a lot longer, but the average business owner, 10 hours in the day. So great, allocate those 10 hours to going out and seeing your prospects and best clients, but that becomes impractical. So I love relationships. Eyeball someone first and foremost. But when you can't do that, make sure that you create marketing that is highly personalized, tailored, and hits those people between the eyes where they start nodding and going, wow, this business really, really gets me. And that business really shows empathy to my yeah. situation. Yeah, okay. Let's get into real estate. Um, I, I find one of the biggest challenges many real estate agents have is that they're marketing a service and and in real estate we have to make two sales we have to sell ourselves to the potential seller uh, then we need to sell their property so we don't get anything until we get to the second sale obviously and and if we don't do that we don't get paid so it's a bit of a shift I guess and it's something that's that's kind of different there is a good payday in in terms of uh, you know a commission when you sell but I think there seems to be a lot of confusion around how real estate agents can add value. Uh, I guess you're from Melbourne, uh, the auction capital of the world. <laughs> um, you've probably had plenty of exposure to, to real estate and, and to agents, and you've probably got agent friends, etc. What What do you think agents could be doing more of that, that, that they're not? Uh, one thing that I reckon that all agents should do is put their hand up and own the suburb, Right. So the particular type of marketing that I love, Ray, is called helpful right. marketing. It is when the, the premise of helpful marketing is be helpful, yeah. right? Because being helpful is a really good thing. Um, I feel like we're put on this earth to be helpful. Being helped and being helpful feels good. In, in actual fact, it releases dopamine okay. into our bloodstream. So, and I don't see enough helpful marketing. I, don't, I see a lot of push marketing buy from me, buy now, you know, closing soon, end of year financial sale, all this push, push, push. Whereas I don't see a lot of pull marketing. So helpful marketing from a real estate agent's point of view, I think is a very smart strategy. How that could play out, and this is only one strategy that I kind of been, I, I think about every now and then, because I don't see a lot of agents do it, is someone's got to be the most helpful in your suburb. It could be the financial advisor, it could be the local school, it could be the local club. Why not be the, one of the local agents? And how that plays out, I think, is that when someone uh, has a question in regards to that suburb, whether it be a new resident, whether it be a local, what, whatever that question is, and they're going to Google and typing it in, you know, um, plumber, uh, East Malvern, um, um, what's the best primary school in East Malvern? Um, where do I get the best coffee in East, Mel yep. East yep. Malvern, right? There are all these questions that people are typing into Google and yep. social media. 
why doesn't the agent, why doesn't an agent in East Malvern, and I'm only using that as a suburb because yep. we both lived there in a yep. previous life, um, why doesn't an agent in East Malvern stick his or her hand up and be responsible for answering all those questions, whether it be via social media or their own website? Or both. And I just think, or, well, of course, or both. And I, I just think this is a really interesting way of being regarded as the most helpful person in that suburb you're going to build your personal brand you're going to be the go-to person and you know when it's time to buy or sell you are going to rank really well on the biggest search engine in the world and in other people's minds so that's my okay. two bobs okay. worth. how do you think um well i agree i think that's a very cool idea how do how do you think uh, real estate agents can leverage uh, social media, and I guess in specifically Facebook, better than they do? Yeah, okay. First and foremost, um, social media does right. my head in. <laughs> Let's right. be clear here. Um, as a father of three teenagers, um, I would be hap- I'd be happy to see social media uh, disappear okay. off the face of the earth. That said, as a marketing guy, I think social media is amazing. Okay. <laughs> so there you go. Torn between two lovers, acting like a fool. <laughs> um, however... Um, what, what I would say, and, and, and then I see business owners, um, a lot of business owners freaking out about social media. Um, all of them think they should be on it. Um, some of them get on it and have no success and then leave their, let's talk about Facebook as a, as a case ex- yep. exa- example, uh, leave their Facebook vacant. So you go there and they haven't posted for six months and that looks like a ghost town and you wonder whether that business is still around. Others continue posting stuff that is just kind of benign and you know no wonder no one's engaging with it so there's a whole lot of kind of things to get right now let's let's simplify it for the agent who's listening going yeah but i really want to be on facebook social media is simply people having conversations online that's all it is right it's nothing more there's a whole language around it likes and retweets and pins and shares and all this weird language but putting all that aside it's just people having conversations online facebook in particular, and and Gary Vaynerchuk, <clears throat> the wonderful social media commentator, um, indicates that Facebook is a party. Okay. Facebook is where people go to see where other people are, what they're wearing, who they're with, what they're reading, yeah, what course. they're doing. Yeah. Okay, so in that context, have a conversation on Facebook that it, that you would have at a party around real estate. <clears throat> okay, so. Then you start to go, okay, so what would I talk about at a party? What questions am I asked at a party about real estate? Um, and, and do it that way. For, where, you know, for example, LinkedIn, that's a networking event. So you have a completely different style of yep. conversation yep. on LinkedIn that yep. you would on Facebook. Um, <clears throat> one, uh, you asked me about how, how a real estate agent would embrace Facebook. One of the things that I suggest they do is join the local suburbs group, <clears throat> you know, like because every suburb in the world has a Facebook group sure. attached to it pretty much. Some are more active than others. But in those groups, there's a whole bunch of local people talking about what's going on in the local area. Every now and then they put their hand up and say, does anyone know a plumber? My yep. tap's broken. Does anyone know a real estate agent? I'm thinking of selling. And whilst you don't stick your hand up and go, yeah, me, 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 <laughs> you've embedded yourself in that group in a way that you are human, you are helpful, and at some point people are going to reach out to you because you're yeah. just there. Yeah. You're part right? of the conversation. What I see agents, what is, what I see agents actually doing, Tim, is um, is they join uh, a they join a a group that relates to a specific suburb, 
then they start posting links to their listings in there to, to, oh, yeah. to try and advertise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, um, okay, so in a party situation, you're not going to go and walk into a party and, and start no. handing out brochures. No. So yeah, why do it on exactly Facebook? That's exactly right. So, so what, sort of, what sort of posts should people be doing if, the, if their agents are there and they're talking about their area? Um, I mean, I've seen some great, some great real estate sites where they're actually posting images of you know, a great shot of the town or something to do with the town or something like that, I guess. Exactly. Just that. First, first of all, join the group as you, right? Don't join your group. Join the group yeah. as Ray. Don't join the group as um, Ray Real Estate okay. Incorporated yeah. with a logo, right? So Pay join as a human being. Secondly, just, just talk about what's going on, you know. I just had the most amazing coffee um, down the street at Shop 8 or whatever you're going to – whatever cafe. I just um, – just walked the dog uh, in the dog park and saw the biggest rottweiler I've ever seen. Um, just, just have conversations, right? Um, and then uh, people will get to know who you are. Oh, he's the local real estate agent. She's she teaches at the local primary school. It's just what happens in conversations, right? Um, and be active. And this is where social media. I mean, I'm not. I, again, I don't put myself out there as a social media guru. There's enough of them out there, but. This is um, this is where social media can freak out um, a lot of business owners because you kind of need to be there, right? You kind of, of just course. got to, and, and then they go, I think that's going to take so much time. Well, it actually doesn't. If you're disciplined, you could allocate 10 minutes a day um, and be on, you know, do what you need to do and then yep. get out of there. You know, it doesn't take as much time. And if it is taking a lot of time, it means you're getting a lot of engagement, which means that at some point you're going to start seeing some some traction, some listings. Yeah, I would absolutely. argue. I'd agree with that. Let's just unpack. Let's just return to this uh, to this uh, suburban expert theme again. Um, you make the decision to uh, to become the expert in East Malvern or, or wherever you are. Um, how? T- tell me how that's ha- tell me how that actually looks. How am I getting the word out in, in cool. to the area? Am I doing letter drops? Am I doing advertising? If, or what am I yeah, doing? Okay. Yeah, well, so the question really is: If I was an agent in East Melbourne, yeah. <laughs> I wonder if the, I wonder if there's an agent for me. Uh, there will be. Right? There'll, there'll be, be kind of cool. There'll be more he's than now, one he's, actually. <laughs> <laughs> he's now getting. He or she is now getting a, a, a one-on-one yep. masterclass. If if I was him or her, I would start off by um, identifying every single question that has ever been asked about of me about that suburb, right. okay? Uh, where's the best school? Where's the best coffee? Um, uh, right through to business questions versus why should I, why should I um, auction versus private sale versus expression of interest? You know, why should I do all this? Just basically jot down every single question. My next um, step is to go and answer those questions. Um, uh, you can write your answers. You can record them on audio using voice memo on your iPhone. You can use a, a video recorder on your smartphone to record some videos. Yep. Mix it up a bit um, and build this incredible treasure trove of questions and answers about your local area and put it on the website. Now, I'm just sort of – as I, I put it, it – it, it, put it on the business's website as a not what I call a knowledge right. center or a learning right. center or real estate one. I don't care what you call it. Now, maybe I'm just thinking out aloud here, but the agent, the, the individual person may go, well, I want to build my personal brand more than I do the business that I'm working for, right? 
So they could um, go and start their own YouTube channel or they could go and register their own website, you know, eastmolven.com.au or, or yourname.com.au um, and, and build that out. Um, I quite like that idea. That may be politically the wrong thing to do within a business. I'll yep. let them sort it out. But I would be, I'd be inclined to go and create my own personal website uh, and YouTube channel and share this knowledge because I want to be the I want to be the go-to yep. guy in East Malvern, right? So this has two things, uh, two effects. One is when people um, ask you a question about the suburb, answer that question face to face over a coffee or wherever you're meeting them on the phone. But then at the end of that phone call, you can say, hey, listen, can I email you a link to a blog post or a video or piece of audio that I've created that goes into even greater detail in answering that question? And they yep. think you're a legend because you've gone, you've gone to yep. that much trouble to answer that question. Um, and the second part of that is Google will love it. You, you'll start to rank really well. So, you know, when someone Googles best coffee East Malvern and you've written a blog post detailing the best coffees in East Malvern, you know, over time, you're going to yeah. rank well for that. So um, answer all the questions that you've ever been asked. Create a knowledge center. Register your own personal website. Create a YouTube channel. I'm going to go as far as say create a podcast because I just think podcasting is, is amazing. We talk a lot about video, but podcasting's easier. There are less blockages. I would argue people can listen to them in more places than they can a video where they have to be focused on the screen. Um, and it's a great way to build a personal brand. So you might create a podcast all around well, living I, in East Bolton. I think that's an awesome idea. You know, that that have... was actually going to be my next question. Would you would you be recommending mm. – um, I mean, okay, not everybody's going to be able to do it or, or is going to want to do it. But, um, boy, the the impact that, that – I've only been doing this a little over a year and the impact that this has had, I guess, for me and, yes, for my business uh, and for the connections mm. that I've made and the clients I've attracted and the help I'm able to give people – has been amazing, Tim, and I, I know you've had a similar journey. Right. And and I just, I just think if if there was a podcast about an area or about a city or something like that, there's so much content. There's so many people you could interview. Yeah, so much. Yeah, you know, um, I think that's really exciting. Um, the idea of a podcast for an area, and we we've been talking about a suburb. I know most agents cover more than one suburb, but you, you as you say, think about all the questions and all the content that you could yep. be covering. You could be interviewing the mayor. There would be um, celebrities living in that area. Um, you could interview the, the principal of the school. You could interview old residents, young residents. You could um, you could share your top fives or top threes or whatever. You know, the list goes on. You, you all of a sudden look at that podcast as a sort of a lifestyle program about the area that you represent as a yep. real estate agent. And I can guarantee it that if you do this, you, there will become a time when you're walking down the street and people are going, hey, Ray, I love that episode on <laughs> yeah. such and such. Hey, hey, that's the guy on the that's the guy on the, yeah. the podcast. You know, like it just yeah. happens. It doesn't happen overnight. So anyone listening thinking I'm going to start this today and do it and tomorrow it'll be happy days, it won't be. Um, give it six months yeah. if you want a number. But be consistent with it. Yeah, absolutely. And one of the one of the amazing byproducts uh, I found um, is that if you if you actually interview somebody with some influence, I guess, or their own connections, 
they're going to be posting it on their Facebook page and they're going to be sharing it with their lists, etc. So your your reach is just uh, dramatically increased when when you do that. And and once you've done this content, it's sitting there. I mean, look back through all the episodes that you've done. Some amazing content. Um, what are we? What are you up to? Three twenty nine or something? That's that's. Right in half an hour, I'm about to do three hundred and thirty. Yeah. So it's uh, it, and I do one a, I do yeah. I do one yeah. a week, you know, and and again that that builds. And what you talked about then is people share it, you know. Um, it's called word of mouth. You know, we talk a lot. Agents all say, "Oh, I get all my business from word right. of mouth." Well, I'd argue probably if you follow this direction and people started talking about you online and started sharing the content that you're creating, um, that's called word of mouth, and you want to encourage that just it. as much. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Um, tell me about, well, just quickly talking about podcasts. You, I guess, I, when I first started, I was producing my own shows. I was doing them in GarageBand, blah, blah, blah. Do you send yours out now to somebody who can who can produce them? So I'm talking totally. about your time. So you totally. do the I, intro, the outro, yeah. like this interview. I'll send it to Joel, who lives down in Joel Sharpton. G'day, Joel, who's in Louisiana. I send it to him. Uh, within a day, he's packaged it. He's put the music on. He's done the intro, the outro, and, and bang, it's ready to go to iTunes. It's that easy. Joel, you're a legend. Can you make me sound better, please, Joel, <laughs> while you're doing this? Um but my view is like with my show, the small business big marketing show, I don't do anything but create right. content. And I suggest anyone listening to this who's liking some of the ideas that we're coming up with is don't find yourself on the tools. Find yourself making great content. Leave the editing, leave the everything yep. to someone else because no, it's, it's not, not. expensive. Um, you're not editing's a time suck. Writing show notes is a time suck. Um, just focus on creating great content and and get it out there. And you know, one of the things I'm really big on at the moment. In fact, I've taken an interest in a business in the Philippines that I'm I'm that kind of on it yep. is outsourcing. Yep. You know, um, I, I'm all for having people locally in your office here in Australia or New Zealand or wherever you may be listening. But I would also encourage people to think about getting a virtual assistant or getting a marketing virtual assistant who can take a lot of the heavy lifting uh, off your hands. And, um, you know, I say I've had so many greats. I, I now take two tours a year, Ray, to the Philippines to show people um, just wow. what's possible over there and having yep. greats. Yeah, um, having greats. I've got a, I've that. got a VA team so, in, uh, in Manila. I think she's just out of Manila. Um, and she is terrific. There you go. Uh, I don't think she, yep. I mean, Spanish is their language, obviously, as you know, but, um, uh, or a Filipino v- version of Spanish. Oh, they're pretty, I, I would argue that English yeah, is their first yeah. language almost. Well, you she's know. terrific. She, uh, she can correct typos and she's, she, I think she's six bucks US an hour. I get a monthly bill for, for yeah. you know, $35 or something. It's just crazy. So, uh, so affordable. Yeah, yeah. Well, I just say, you know, we, we're digressing here, although I think it is an important part because what we're talking about in these marketing ideas does require yep. additional work, whether it be editing or uploading or sharing or whatever it is. And these are all things that a process can be put around and they can be outsourced. So I really would encourage um, anyone listening to really um, embrace this this flat world economy and and reach out to someone over there if they want to i'm happy i'm I'm doing a tour i don't know when this show goes out ray but i'm doing a tour at the end of november to uh the philippines a four-day tour 
where you get to see all the options. It's quite well, maybe incredible. I can so grab that, can maybe I can grab that link from you and post it to the show notes here so uh, people can check that out. Mate, love to. Tim, tell me about, tell me about yep. your book. Right, it's called The Boomerang Effect. And it's um, why being helpful in your marketing returns more customers and makes you more money. And it basically takes you through the process of how to be helpful in your marketing and why it works. And then I just give case study after case study after case study of, of businesses across all industries that are that are using helpful marketing to work. And the boomerang effect, as I said earlier, is when you get back from your marketing far more than you put in. And it's incredible. You know, like example of that is I use me. So I started... Um, I left corporate uh, and, and yeah, and then um, then marketing took over, uh, the, the podcast took over and I stopped consulting and here's where the boomerang effect kicked in. All of a sudden, I was getting um, asked to speak at conferences right. and then one year I did 63 conferences in eight wow. countries. I never expected yeah. that to happen. Um all of a sudden, you know, my podcast is now on all Virgin Australia domestic and international airlines. Uh, I never yeah, expected that to cool. happen. All I wanted to do was get my next consulting <laughs> client. So this boomerang effect is is this effect that you can create when you're incredibly helpful in your marketing. And, um, you know, there's just it, it happens all the time. And I, I see the other thing I see is small business owners creating strong personal brands as well as strong business brands as a result of this marketing that we're talking about. And that's when this boomerang effect really sort of kicks yeah. into action. Yeah, well, it's... People can buy that book over at smallbusinessbigmarketing.com, right? Well, the uh, link's going to be in the show notes. I'll put a graphic of the book in there um, so everybody can check it out. And um, you have some other uh, very cool things there as well. Uh, you've got uh, 10 marketing wake-up calls. People can download that quickly. So I'll put the show notes, uh, I'll put the link uh, to your site in the show notes. Um, Thanks, mate. Well, final question. Um, where are we heading in this in this wonderful, crazy marketing world? Have you got any predictions? Yeah, look, I, 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 I think podcasting is just starting to hit straps. So if anyone's anyone's thinking that, oh, you know, the boat's left the shore on any of this stuff that we've talked about, blogging, video marketing, podcasting, social media, forums, whatever, the boat hasn't left the shore. you just got to do it better than the next yes. person. That's always going to be the challenge. Um, I think the next thing is that we are going to see another bright, shiny object, whether it be something like, you know, a periscope or whatever new social media channel is going to come knocking on our door in the next month, the next six months, just ignore it, you know? Keep your eye on the ball. You know, there are some fundamentals. There are some fundamental channels that just work. Um, You you should have a website. I argue you you should be on a social media channel. Um, uh, You should continue to do what you're doing offline with your letterbox drops and your information evenings and your networking events. Continue to do all this. The whole marketing world hasn't moved online. I think there's a both of this online offline thing sit alongside uh, complement each other yep. beautifully um and um i think the under the underlying principles of marketing remain the same get your message right first before you worry about where to put it would be pretty fundamental um and be consistent um be yourself you know we've talked a lot about personal branding um People freak out when we start saying, oh, a video or a podcast, or he's asked me to write a blog post. I'm just going to you know, have to put on my best marketing voice. And no, you don't. Just yeah. be yourself, yeah. right? Um, people buy from people. Um, so we're always going to see change. But some of the, but like in any in, in any industry, the fundamentals stay the same. Yeah, and 
And um, I'm sure you'd agree. When when I started my podcast, I was pretty nervous. Uh, I didn't I didn't really know how to how yeah. to project my voice and stuff like that. So um, I didn't get any coaching really about it. I just uh, like you said, I just decided to be myself and and go from there, and and that was easy. Well, it takes a lot of pressure off, you know, a massive amount of pressure off when you just go, oh, okay, so I can, if if I um, if I am an R, then I'll am yep. an R. I'll get yep. better at it. Um, if I talk slowly, then I talk slowly. You know, just just be yourself. As I said, people buy from people, and it never was a truer word spoken than in the real estate yeah, industry. That's true. That's true. Speaking of podcasts, and then I'll let you go. What are a, what are a few of your favourite podcasts? Is there anything in particular that stands out that you like to listen to? Raymond, is an excellent question. Besides the small business big marketing show, which I never listen to, <laughs> you don't need to. <laughs> I um, no, I I have just tuned in the last couple of weeks to um, my dad wrote a porno. Don't know no. whether you've seen that, but that's pretty. My fun. dad wrote a uh, what? There's a, there's a bloke. Out, my dad wrote a porno. Okay, interesting. <laughs> there, there's a there's a bloke out of the UK whose dad did write a porno, and he found out about it, and it's a book, and um, he got himself and two friends together. One's a gay guy and one's a girl, and uh, they sit around the kitchen table, and he reads a chapter per episode, and um, then they just comment and laugh about it. So that's pretty funny. Um, I'm really liking Alec Baldwin's, and I oh, have for yeah, a long time, yeah. show called Here's, Here's the, the Thing, thing where yeah. he kind of visits his his well-known mates and chews the fat for an hour. Yeah. Um, the Paul Simon episode. Yeah, he's terrific, isn't he? I, I love that. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's amazing. The Paul yeah. Simon episode yeah. is is uh, one of my favourites because Paul Simon comes yep. across as a, quite a dick, actually. But anyway, um, right. Um, <laughs> and I am listening to probably the th- one of the other ones that's kind of excites me because I love music. is called Song Exploder, and Song Exploder basically finds um, a, a song and the ber- the person who wrote it and has them dissect how that song came about lyrically, musically, instrumentally. Oh, cool. If that's a word. Yeah. So it's kind of cool. But here's the thing, you know, like. Oh, that's the podcast with Alec Baldwin, but podcasts, are, <laughs> there's something for everyone. That's what an amazing medium yeah. that we can just kind yeah. of tune into something that is 100% focused on our area of interest. Yeah, you could, it's almost if you can think of a subject, there'll be a podcast for oh, it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Tim, uh, thank you so much. Um, everybody should check out Tim's podcast. Uh, it's awesome. Small Business, Big Marketing. Uh, it's on iTunes, Stitcher, wherever uh, good podcasts are available from. Uh, mate, thank you so much. I think you're an inspiration. You're a breath of fresh air in the marketing space. You, so congratulations on your show. Congratulations on, on being Australia's uh, number one marketing podcast. Right, absolute pleasure, mate. Well done to you for... Um for giving back to the real estate industry. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Tim. It's been a pleasure. Cheers, mate. The Top Agents Playbook Podcast is proudly sponsored by Locked On, real estate's best software. For show notes from this episode, free downloads, your Locked On Discount for Life link, and Ray's blog, head over to topagentsplaybook.com.